This is LBC News. We've been hearing tonight that a theatre in Mariupol in Ukraine, where it's believed more than a thousand civilians may have been sheltering, has been shelled by Russian forces. President Biden has tonight said for the first time that he thinks Vladimir Putin is a war criminal. Let's go live to Washington and get the latest on this. LBC's US correspondent Simon Marks has the latest. Uh, Well, John, this is all a bit odd, to be honest, because we saw President Biden several hours ago at the White House, as you know, unveiling uh, an additional $800 million package of weaponry for Ukraine shortly after President Volodymyr Zelensky made an impassioned plea uh, to a joint session of Congress, not just for more weapons, but but also, of course, for the imposition of a no-fly zone that President Biden uh, doesn't want to grant him. And at the end of that appearance at the White House, reporters asked President Biden if he thought Vladimir Putin was a war criminal, and that was one of several questions that the president refused to answer. And instead, after signing uh, the bill that would get the weapons shipments moving to Ukraine, he uh, stalked out of the room, even after having accused Vladimir Putin of bombing hospitals and residential apartment buildings. Uh, Fast forward a couple of hours later and President Biden was engaged at an event that had nothing to do with Ukraine and after it was over uh, as he walked past a reporter uh, she asked him very clearly if he was ready uh, to move forward and brand Vladimir Putin as someone who frankly should be heading to a cell in The Hague. Take a listen to what the President said first time around. Are you ready to call Putin a war criminal? No, says President Biden, and then he walks off. A few seconds later, he turns around and he returns to the reporter and seems to suggest that before answering the question in the negative, he didn't fully understand what she was asking him. So at that point, he said that he thinks Vladimir Putin is indeed a war criminal, and then he turned around and headed off in another uh, direction. Now, to be clear, you, you know, branding the leader of another country a war criminal is not something that the United States usually does in a casual fashion and it was absolutely apparent earlier in the day that President Biden during the Ukraine event at the White House after he described Russia's atrocities in Ukraine absolutely could have gone forward and called Vladimir Putin a war criminal but chose not to so it's not immediately obvious what happened in those intervening hours, although certainly one thing that happened in those intervening hours was Vladimir Putin himself striking a particularly defiant, pugnacious and bellicose tone uh, at the Kremlin in a series of remarks in which he not only maintained that what he calls his special military operation in Russia is all going according to plan but that he's got no plans whatsoever to call his forces off and Vladimir Putin speaking furiously and 
and indeed at times in an almost unhinged fashion uh, about uh, the Western sanctions that are crippling his economy and particularly about so-called fifth columnists in Russia, wealthy Russians that he accuses of having uh, taken the money that they make in Russia and gone off to the West to enjoy, as he put it, foie gras and oysters on the French Riviera. It was a most curious appearance uh, by the Russian leader at the Kremlin earlier today. So whether all of this was a calculated move by President Biden or not is very uncertain. But what is absolutely clear is that it left the White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki with some explaining to do when she held her White House press briefing a short while later. The president was answering a direct question that was asked and uh, responding to what uh, he has seen on television. We have all seen uh, barbaric acts, horrific acts by a foreign dictator uh, in a country that is threatening and taking the lives of civilians, impacting hospitals, uh, women who are pregnant, journalists, others. And I think he was answering a direct question. Well, he certainly was answering a direct question, but for the second time that it was posed, because the first time it was asked, he answered the question in the negative. We're clearly going to have to hear more uh, from President Biden about this in the days ahead because it would seem to doom any prospect of any kind of post-conflict relationship between the White House and a Kremlin that is in Vladimir Putin's hands, given that the President of the United States has now indicated that Vladimir Putin should eventually be facing war crimes charges for what he's done in Ukraine. There will be those observers who say Vladimir Putin should have been facing war crimes charges for what Russian forces did in Syria, or what Russian forces did all the way back in the late 1990s in Grozny in Chechnya. All of this playing out on a day in which history was made up on Capitol Hill, that joint address to Congress by President Volodymyr Zelensky of Ukraine in which he made a direct appeal of his own to President Biden. Today, the Ukrainian people are defending not only Ukraine, we are fighting for the values of Europe and the world now I'm almost 45 years old. Today my age stopped when the hearts of more than 100 children stopped beating. I see no sense in life if it cannot stop the death. And this is my main mission as the leader of my people, great Ukrainians. And as the leader of my nation, I'm addressing the President Biden. You are the leader of the nation, of your great nation. I wish you to be the leader of the world. The Ukrainian president uh, challenging President Biden to step up to the plate and embrace the idea of implementing a no-fly zone uh, in the skies above Ukraine. So far, President Biden seems unmoved in that regard. Again, uh, the White House today insisting that that would be the slippery slope that could lead the United States into direct conflict with Russia. In an interview with NBC News that is going to be transmitted here a little bit later on this evening, President Zelensky has told presenter Lester Holt that he believes, to some extent, World War Three may already have begun. It may have already started. And what is the possibility of uh, this war in case Ukraine will fall? It's very hard to say. And we've seen this 80 years ago 
when the Second World War has started. And there were similar tragedies in the history. Nobody would be able to predict when the full-scale war would start and how it will end. One thing is absolutely apparent, uh, and it's really been apparent for most of the last three weeks, but really a Rubicon has now been crossed uh, with those comments from President Biden accusing President Putin uh, of being a war criminal. You know, for the last uh, three weeks, the White House has been sidestepping consistently the question about whether it is possible that once this is all over, there would be any normalized diplomatic activity between President Biden's White House and President Putin's Kremlin. It is very difficult to see now how that is even vaguely possible. And the United States, John, seems absolutely to be propelling itself on a path uh, where the US president may eventually openly call for President Putin, Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov, Defense Minister Sergei Shoigu, and a host of other characters from Vladimir Putin's inner circle to be transferred to The Hague to face war crimes charges. Simon Marks in Washington, thank you very much for bringing us the latest there. Uh, We will continue to bring you the headlines from Ukraine, of course, here on LBC News.